Hello, and welcome to the first ever podcast for the new open access journal, The Lancet Digital Health. It's January 2019, and if you're listening to this, that means you can now submit your work to this exciting new journal. But what sort of work are they looking for? I'm joined by Editor-in-Chief Rupa Sarkar and Senior Editor Christina Wayman, who are going to tell us a lot more about the journal's aims and scope. Rupa, Christina, welcome. Hi. Hi. So, Rupa, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a molecular biologist by training. I got my PhD at Imperial College London, where I worked on embryonic stem cell differentiation and the role of microRNAs in this process. I then went on to do my postdoctoral training at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine, where I worked on developing a translational model for embryonic disorder. I then joined um, the world of editorial, and I joined Springer Nature Group as an editor of Nature Protocols and Genome Biology. Um, I was the chief editor of Nature Protocols before I joined The Lancet, um, and here I handled a range of topics including genomics and machine learning and AI in clinical applications. So I'm extremely excited to be here talking to you with our senior editor, Christina, um, in the multidisciplinary subject of digital health. We're very excited to have you. And Christina, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I've now been at The Lancet Group for almost three years after I completed my PhD at King's College in London as well in neurobiology. I was specifically looking at mechanisms of plasticity in the spinal cord um, for the treatment of ischemic stroke. Most recently, I've been the senior editor for The Lancet Psychiatry, where I handle papers relating to all subject areas pertaining to mental health. But I have a particular interest in the social considerations surrounding health, particularly stigma, access and differences in care globally. Psychiatry is a great subject area to launch into digital health from because it's one in which there's been a great deal of research already in digital therapies and interventions, be it telemedicine and remote CBT or um, social media chatbots for people who are suffering from depression or suicidal ideation for, to get immediate online help. Mm-hmm or um, the use of virtual reality for exposure to various phobia, and also um, the use of big data to identify wellness trends using artificial intelligence. And that doesn't even begin to cover what the remit is at Digital Health. So it's been really exciting to see all the potential for our new journal. So the big question then, Rupert, is what is digital health? Digital health is the incorporation of technology and data in healthcare and medicine. Digital health is not really a new discipline or concept. Technology has played a key part in medicine for decades, but only recently have we seen a growth of big data, such as genomic data and electronic health records. We've also seen tremendous advances in computational power um, and AI techniques, sequencing and imaging technologies, and wearables like smart watches, even smart tattoos, um, that allow remote self-monitoring. These technologies have the enormous potential to transform healthcare globally and to make medicine more personalised, more precise and more available. I think the really exciting thing about the Lancet Digital Health is that the, the term digital health is so diverse that it can mean slightly different things to different people. So um, whether it's the use of devices, such as Rupa was mentioning, with um, wearable technology, smartphones, bionics, the use of technology to improve access to care through telemedicine and virtual healthcare, or the use of -of state-of-the-art engineering techniques, such as nanotechnology, microtechnologies. In the end, I think that digital health is the study of innovative technology that can improve human health. Great. So why does the subject area need this brand new journal? 
Despite the promise of digital health, there are significant ethical and policy challenges that require scrutiny to ensure that physicians and healthcare systems are supported effectively and efficiently, and above all, that the safety of patients is not compromised. These challenges range from the need to adapt current evidence-based standards to issues of privacy, security and accountability. Fundamentally, there are many digital technologies which have yet to be studied in a clinical setting and research is often underpowered and lack the necessary validation for clinical application. I think there's an upcoming crisis in the medical technology and digital health discipline as um, health startups and industry push the boundaries of what digital therapeutics can do, sometimes with the limited evidence um, and quite concerning ethical issues, some of which have started to come to light already. I can think of um, instances when inadequately tested devices have ended up in patients and they have subsequently failed. The worst thing of these instances is that the incidents seem to have fallen off the radar and there have been no evident repercussions. So there is a need for stronger science in this discipline and that's been clear and we hope to be an outlet for this much needed research. So what are you kind of looking to bring to the discipline and what are some of the journal's missions and goals? So we're going to bring curated research of the best quality to our readers. Um, they, they should have confidence in the veracity of the findings that we publish and in the robustness of the research. Um, we have the support of a family of established journals and our collective experience in clinical disciplines and we have an excellent reputation for good quality research. We're also an open access journal which will allow the dissemination of research worldwide. Um, in terms of missions and goals, I think we've covered most of those already, but we aim to publish the most innovative and practiced changing research. Yeah, I completely agree with Christina. We are really building on the Lancet's long tradition of advocating change, pushing for the most robust science and methods, and we also have a world view with regards to global health. As Christina mentioned, our content will be gold open access, which means it's freely available from the point of publication um, for all our readers um, who will ultimately have interests that cross subject boundaries and by bringing together a globally representative and diverse editorial board, authors and reviewers, the journal will really champion the multidisciplinary challenges and opportunities facing digital healthcare. So our mission is to promote widespread advance of digital technologies in health practice worldwide and we hope that um, the research we publish will have a direct impact on your own well-being, promising the Lancet Digital Health to be essential reading for everyone. So what are some of the most exciting recent developments in this field, Christina? I think that the advances in surgical robots have been quite outstanding. From surgical systems for safe and precise eye surgeries with conditions such as age-related macular degeneration, to virtual reality robotic surgery for both training and remote surgical operations, to 3D models that allow planning of of placement of surgical implants as well as those models providing real-time feedback and robots also that enable surgeons to perform laparoscopic surgery more easily, more safely and with fewer training hours. So I'm really excited to see what that discipline will bring in 2019 and, and beyond. That's a wonderful question and there are so many to choose from. 
So I'm just going to pick a few things. Uh, I'm really, really very much looking forward to hearing about the Million Genomes Project in the UK, which promises to collect the world's largest database of whole genome sequences associated with clinical data. There's also the advances in deep learning and AI to aid clinicians in diagnosis and prognosis, which will really help guide therapy and treatment. Um, and that's very, very exciting at the moment. And there have been very early examples of this already. A study in 2017 um, showed researchers developing an algorithm to classify skin lesions from photos captured with just a mobile phone. And this AI system could identify and categorize melanomas as accurately as humans, well, human dermatologists anyway. This has triggered the development of new mobile apps to support clinical decisions. Another recent study reported the development of an AI system that can identify a whopping 53 retinal diseases and help refer patients to a specialist. The developers of this system um, think that the rapid diagnosis that the AI can provide will be necessary for physicians to treat eye conditions earlier and increase the chance of saving patient sight. Well, sounds brilliant. So what kind of research do you hope to attract? The best. No, in all seriousness, we're hoping for high-quality, multidisciplinary, clinically relevant research with robust and valid methods. So innovative, well-researched ideas that have the capacity to revolutionize what we currently believe to be medicine, using technology to better understand trends behind human health. Beyond that, I think the scope is so broad, it's what our authors will make of it. I agree. We are going to be publishing the most important novel research about digital technologies that will change healthcare. We will prioritise robust ethical work that aims to significantly advance healthcare practice. And beyond attracting high quality research, we also hope to provide a platform for discussion and expert opinions, um, which provide thought leadership and practical approaches that balance the benefits and risks of technology and health. Well, many thanks to Rupert and Christina. As I said before, submissions are now open, so head to thelancet.com if you want to send your work over to Rupert and Christina or to find out even more about the journal. Thanks for listening.